Okay, last time we talked about the uh, the, the heterim, the six circumstances that allow for shaving during Sphira. Now I want to discuss music. Music during Sphira. So first of all, it's it's been pointed out before, and that is that if you look in the Mechaber, there's no mention. And the reason that there's no mention is that the Mechaber holds anyway that there's an Isser of music, an Isser Shira, after the Charban. After the Chorban. Of course, there is a Heter, if it's Shaloba Beis HaMashtos, from the Ramah, but either way, there's a general Isser of listening to music. But, the point that you have to take a look at is as follows. You have to look at the Magan Avram. If you recall, the Magan Avram from before, when the Magan Avram was discussing doing weddings, so he said for Erison, there's no problem with having a Sudas Erison, as long as there's no Rikudin or Mecholos. The question is, what about music? So if you look at the Archa Shulchan, the Archa Shulchan paskins this way in Tavtadi Gimel, he says, Kol Shekain Lazamer Beklei Zemer. Kol Shekain Lazamer Beklei Zemer. That it's certainly a problem to play music um, d- during uh, during this time. Now, the qu- the real question that we're going to know is what about for Parnassa? So this leads us to when we discuss Parnassa. So a person needs to play for Parnassa. So this leads us to the Primogadim. Primogadim. This is the Primogadim that's found in Tav Kufnun Aleph. And there he discusses if a person needs to play in order to uh, play during the three weeks. There he's discussing playing by Beis HaMishtaos, which is potentially a bigger issue. Beis HaMishtaos in these parties, by these parties, presumably for Gaim, during the three weeks. And he discusses a Kula if a person is um, needs to make a Parnasa. That's where we have a Kula. But interestingly is the Maharam Shik. The Maharam Shik, and this is, goes into the, the, the when there's a Hefzid, and also when there's it, it has relevance for Parnas and for general, for, for music, there's a Maharam Shik. There's a Shalza Chuvas Maharam Shik. And this is in Yorodea, Simen Shin Samches. If you look at the Maram Shik over there, what's important to know, you know, you should just know the Maram Shik, he's a Talmud of the Chassam Sofer. Now, this is important because where's the Chassam Sofer's Yeshiva? Chassam Sofer's Yeshiva is in Pressburg. Pressburg is the same thing as Bratislava. Now, why is this important? This is important because right next door to Press to, to Pressburg, about an hour away is Vienna. Vienna is the cultural center for music, certainly for the classical music world, for Mozart, for Beethoven. Uh, Franz Liszt, actually, if you want to if you want to get technical about it, the Maram Schick was he was born around 1810 or so. So the Maram Schick is a Talmud of the Chassam Sofer. He's living in the 1800s. Well, he's a contemporary of Franz Liszt. He lived overlapped at the same time as Czerny, who was a Talmud of uh, a Talmud whatever of of Beethoven. Either way, He's living an hour away from Vienna. 
Now, that's originally, he be, ultimately he became a rav in a town that was uh, very near Pressburg. Later, later on in life, later on in life, the Maram Sheik moves to a place called Chust. Chust is in the Ukraine. And this actually is a town that's very near the uh, Tisa Esler account, the, the famous uh, fa- the famous blood libel in the 1880s. So there's Chust was a town that was about uh, two hours away, a two-hour car drive away from that town. Either way, so the, so the Maramshik, and that's much further away than Vienna, but the Maramshik was, uh, was aware, um, and th- that was what was going on at the time. And the Maramshik in, uh, in the 1870s, there's a chuva. This chuva is in around 1877, is when he asked, he's asked this question about this person about music lessons, that apparently there was a grandmother or something who paid for, for music lessons for her grandchildren, and Rahman al-Zlan, the children's mother, died. And the question was, during Avelos, during the 12 months, is it permitted to get the lessons? And apparently she had already paid for the lessons. And now it was just a question of that the teacher was, was already paid, and now even if the kids didn't show up, the teacher received the money. Now the question was, are you allowed to send the kids for the lessons? And with the Maramchik, he entertains a couple of interesting ideas. He says, he discusses this Prima Gadam Baba playing for the Beis Mishdals during the three weeks, maybe if you're not having Kavana for Simcha. One of the things that they note, by the way, is that they, they seem to be discussing playing classical music. He says, because th- th- apparently the people asking me this question tell me that they don't necessarily have to be having happy, upbeat music. They could be discussing, they could be playing more moving music, more emotional music. And that was the question. Are they allowed to take the musical instruments? Are they allowed to take the, the lessons? And what he basically says is, if it's for Parnassa, there's something to talk about. But if it's not for Parnassa, then it might be us or in general. That's what he says. He makes this major distinction between Parnassa versus what he calls Shachtsanis. Personal edification, just to be prim or proper, to be the upper echelon. Either way, for Parnassa, he has Siddhartim to be Mekel. For Shachtsanis, he says it's probably Asr during the entire year. That's what the Maramshik. You know who else has a similar point to this? Is Ramosha. Look in the Igus Ramosha. Ramosha has a similar point that he says playing music. He's very machmer when it comes to playing music in general. But um, this is this is by the way the Igus Moshe. You can take a look. It's in Chela Gimel. It's in Archaim. Excuse me, Archaim Chela Gimel Pezayin. And there he writes very similar to the Maramshik, in that for Parnassah, there's something to talk about, unless you get enjoyment from it. Then Ramosha talks about if it's for enjoyment, it could be that it's a problem in general. Um, but for Parnassah, he's he's inclined to be Mekel, but otherwise, it's us for maybe even the entire year. Notable point here is going to be Shlomo Zalman. Shlomo Zalman, who's as big of a gun, um, as big guns as, as uh, Ramosha, Maramshik, you have Shlomo Zalman in Halicha Shlomo, again in Perk, in Perk Yid Aleph, he makes the distinction where he says, for upbeat music, that's where there's a problem. Upbeat music is a problem. But if you want to do just uplifting music that's moving, but that doesn't that's, doesn't move you to dance, that's perfectly fine. There's hetter given even for classical music or for chazanas. He gives a, he gives a hetter. That's what he says. So either way, when it comes to music, just to put it all together, we know that the Machaber doesn't mention the Isra of Shira. The Magan of Ram says no Rikuna Macholos by these Sudas Erisin. But the, what the Aruch Hashukhan points out is Kolshikin to play musical instruments is going to be a problem. 
For Parnassah, we have the hat of the Prima Gadam, that it could be that playing by the base Mishals during the three weeks, certainly maybe up until the Shavu Shachabu is permitted, maybe that would apply as well during the Sefer Sa'omer period. But then we have the Shas Shuvas Maram Shik, that uh, during the tw- who's discussing the 12 months of Avelos, and he says that if it's for Parnassah, there's something to talk about. But if it's Estamazai for enjoyment, something like that, then there's a problem. Emotion has a similar point, but Rosh Hashanah is Mekel. And he says, as long as it's not upbeat music, it's okay. Um, if it's uh, moving music, if it's classic music, although he does say it should be noted, should be noted that what they said is that he he's, he says this. I'm not telling you to go listen to music all day. It, it's avada. You're supposed to be. You're supposed to minimize the amount of simcha, but it's okay to listen. Um, it just just don't go. Uh, don't do it too excessively. Okay.